Hello and welcome to The Fives Pod, hosted by Dave Butler, Sam Russell, Theo Parker and myself, Matt Shaw. This really is a battle of the titans. Touch and technique. Oh, what a shot! Welcome back, everyone, to the next episode of the Rugby Fives pod. I know everyone's been very excited to see who the next guests on the pod are, and today we're continuing our, our little regional tour of UK Fives. Uh, and joining up with a couple of the stars of the West of England club, um, Oliver Arnold and Louise Matthias. Um, okay, well, I'm sure a lot of you will already know a bit about Ollie and Louise, uh, but as by way of a bit of an introduction, um, I've kind of collected a few stats for the, the keen statisticians out there. So Ollie is... Uh, the two-time under-25s doubles and two-times university doubles winner. Um, there's a bit of a theme with his wins. They tend to be with, with another player. He's won a couple of regional titles in the Southwest, the North, and a couple of the Yorkshire Open with a very good partner. Um, and he currently sits... <laughs> he currently sits fifth in the doubles rankings and 15th in the singles rankings. And then, perhaps with a more illustrious set of stats, uh, there is Louise, <laughs> who is the current number one singles and doubles uh, player. She has won the national singles now twice, as well as the national doubles twice, both in 2019 and 2020. Oh, well, I, I think the national singles was technically in 2019 and 2018, I think, perhaps. I might have got that wrong. Um, and then she has won the national under-23s, three times as well as singles and doubles and Louise is also on the board of directors of the RFA so has a, a position of power within the association <laughs> and together they have won the mixed Winchester doubles a very illustrious competition a couple of times as well and for listeners out That's there who want to see what I can see they're perhaps our first guests who are sitting in the same room as we're doing this interview but before we get into that, welcome Ollie and welcome Louise. Good to have you. Thank you very much. Yeah. Thank you. What an <laughs> introduction. I know, I don't... You managed to stick yourself in there as well. Yeah, I had to sneak it in. Um, how, how's everything been? How have the last few months been? I haven't, haven't spoken for ages. No, it's been, it's been quite weird, as for everyone, I suppose. Um, but I think we're getting back to back to it we're missing fives obviously yeah missing a lot um yeah but yeah not a lot going on how about you yeah so i'm pretty busy at the moment as well but doing well do you want to give the listeners a bit of an introduction as to what you do outside of fives because it's relatively relevant for the current situation all right um i've just started being a doctor uh, so i graduated early in at the end of april so i've been working May, June, July. I've got a couple of weeks off before I start again properly in the beginning of August. So it's been a bit of a um, quick introduction, but it's been good fun. And I'm luckier than a lot of people in that I've been able to work, which is, you know, very nice. But obviously working in, in a highly stressful environment. 
Yeah, it's been, I think it's been mixed. I think we're lucky in the Southwest that it's not been as stressful as in London. Um, saying that, you know, people are always quite highly strung and dealing with them. Um, yeah, whatever happens, it's going to be a stressful environment. So but yeah, it's been good, good to be working for a couple of months now. And Louise? Yeah. Um, so I, well, being a medical student as well, not, not, not yet a doctor, but with my placements, unfortunately, got cancelled. So I've been just being, yeah, online learning, kind of doing uni remotely, which has been quite a, quite a different experience. But um, at least now all my exams are done. So, yeah, got, got this whole month to, to have some time off, really, which is, which is really quite exciting. I'm um, going to do some, some climbing next week in Snowdonia. Um, which would be good fun. Nice, nice break now that it's open. We're sort mm -hmm. of waiting, waiting for the day whales to, to let us in. Um, so mm -hmm. yeah, hopefully go and go and climb some some peaks and ridges keeping next week. Fit. Should be good. Keeping fit for the off season. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, I mean, keeping fit. Well, we can, yeah. Cross training, if you like, yeah. Keeping fit, but also doing a lot of baking. I've noticed as well. Oh yeah, well that's yeah, that's the other hobby. If I'm if I'm not playing five, then then I'm doing some baking. So. <laughs> for anyone that yeah um, um, the goes on Instagram then and I've got plenty of plenty of baking on there so because initially I know you you were not together during the first bit of lockdown but now now you're back together yeah so obviously Louise when lockdown started I was in Bristol you were in Bristol Louise was back and home. I yeah I'd gone home um so I was there for well, it's quite a while, like two, Nine two weeks or three or months. Yeah, a little while, ten weeks or so, and then yeah, came back to Bristol to sort of do my exams and um, move out of houses, move, that sort of thing. Yeah. Oh yeah, because we had to move house as well. So, totally yeah. legal, all of it. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's been nice and relaxing. Yeah, and now you're in a new place as well, so yeah. it's quite nice. So where where's your new place now? It's just the other side of the downs. So just the top end of Bristol, which is, yeah, really nice. Got a big outdoor space right outside this. So you can see everyone who's not going to work exercising every day. Very it's nice. Good. Well, obviously I, I have my own connections to Bristol um, and I do miss, do miss being there, although technically still obviously slugging away as a student. Um, but that leads us on quite nicely to start talking about Bristol and West of England fives in particular. So mm. Some of the listeners may well have enjoyed a number of good West England tournaments in Bristol over the years, but perhaps recently may have noticed that things have got slightly harder um, for Bristol fives, for West of England fives. Um, so I just wondered, wonder if you just start off by talking about the club and, and your experiences at the club and how things are going at the moment and um, give people a kind of, give listeners a picture of how the club is developing as it is with a slight lack of access to courts. Mm. Mm. Yeah, more you challenges you recently. Um, I suppose it's always been, well, when I started playing at the club in 2014, um, I think it was, yeah, but <laughs> a while ago. Um, I suppose it was a bit different as well because we had a few university players um, and actually there was more of a link between the university club and the West of England club than I thought is probably the case at a few other unis. 
um, simply because at that stage we had the four courts and it's the same space people just play together which I think is good because it means that it doesn't matter who you know whether you are coming into university fives really quite keen or you just trying out for the first time or if you're an adult in Bristol there's you know, room for everyone to play which is great um, room in terms of people welcoming you to rather than room as in courts um, obviously over the last couple of years we've had lots of trouble with retaining the use of a court and we went through a, a tricky time of having to drive over to Marlborough or down to Tiverton to play um, and yeah both those clubs were really really welcoming to us which was great um, and they're yeah fantastic clubs both of them host their own tournaments as well um, but yeah it's been nice over the last ooh, maybe 18 months to have one court back just to get a bit more a, a bit more access to fives in Bristol as well. And that for anyone who doesn't know, um, these are the Clifton College courts. Um, obviously, Bristol used to have a, a wider selection of courts at some of the other schools, which have long since um, disappeared. Um, but so I, I obviously have a bit of an insight into this, having also been a Bristol student. But would you like to sort of explain to people what has happened with the courts? Because they're still standing, aren't they? It's just, it's just they're not in use for fives. Yeah, so we've got Clifton College have four courts, um, which we did have use of all four until maybe three years ago. Um, and then the school have decided to fill two of them with gym equipment, um, one of them with um, miscellaneous. miscellaneous storage, really, um, and have not been particularly welcoming mm. to our requests to play yeah. fives on them. Which is, you know, at least we have one court, but it's been incredibly frustrating not to be able to host the West of England tournament there for the last well, two, three years. Yeah, it is a shame. And then, and, and Louise, you came a, a year after Ollie arrived to Bristol, I think? Yeah, exactly. So 2015. And you've managed to have a few friends come along and try fives for the first time? Despite the yeah, well, I think, um, well, despite everything and only having one court, Actually, in the last year, I managed to get an additional sort of seven girls to come along and, and play fives at the court. So that's been, um, that's been really good for the club. But again, it's just that frustration of obviously with such uh, range and ability um, from uh, well, some of the guys that are playing Ollie in the first years. And I mean, the other club members to sort of beginners who are trying out for the first time to accommodate everyone on just one court. Um, obviously trying to staggering times and it's it's a little a little challenging but um at least you know the interest is there people are really keen to play which is which is always really encouraging and um as i said it's such a it's such a welcoming uh, welcoming club so you know everyone's very happy to have everyone there but it's just filling everyone on that's the thing about the way the wrestling club is has such lovely atmosphere and, and community around it um and a, a long history of, of fives players as well. Um, and are, are any of the old guards still still turning up when, well, I mean, obviously not at the moment with COVID, but any of the, for any listener out there who might have played fives over the years, are there any names of people who still turn up occasionally? We've got, we do have a, a core of people that turn up. Um, some of them yeah. fives playing, some of them not fives playing. 
and Louise has had the long running rivalry with Kevin. Yeah, we've had a, we have a tournament of a, of a best to best to 77. Um, nice. So I think I can't remember Lots where we're actually. I've got it. I've got it written down, but I think I'm just ahead. I'll say that. Yeah, I'd hope you would beat Kevin now. <laughs> It's nice to have that to compare to them. Yeah, when I first started, goodness, so yeah. I know I Lionel Lawson. Lionel Lawson has been trying really hard to communicate with the school and and yeah. the case. Yeah, we can't really he can't really sort of state how much that he gives to the club, obviously for so many years, but just completely trying to um, always trying to get the school to give us a bit more. Um, which is invaluable. Mm. And of course, we can't not. Yeah, he's very to it. We can't talk about West of England without bringing up a very successful year for the club last year. Mm. Well, big year. Well, firstly, <laughs> being able to enter two teams into the into the yeah. World Cup, which this is when we had no courts success. as well, I think. And with yeah. no courts, a huge success. And then having the the first four. Ending up winning. Uh, Ollie, I know you were part of that first four. Do you just want to give the listeners a bit of a picture into that? You as well. <laughs> yeah. I think, it was, I think it was great because we had a four of, um, well, all ex, all current and ex Bristol University. So Theo and I are still at the university. Tom Watkinson only left us a year before, I think. And then Tom McConey, who plays his fives in London, is an alumni from, well, I'm not going to age him, but from the last few years. Um, but I think it was great because obviously we've all spent and are spending a lot of time at the club. And for us all to be able to represent and actually win the trophy of the club, which yeah, the club's not done before, was, yeah, pretty special, I think. It was fantastic. Um, good memories. And let's hope that there'll be many more in the future um, mm. if the World Cup, if and when the World Cup returns. Um, Right, well, that's a really nice insight into West Finland Fives, although, like many places around the country, struggling to kind of make sure that we have courts, uh, which mm. is ongoing, ongoing mm. concern. Um, but Bristol Fives, West Finland Fives seems to be in a really good place. Um, Louise, is it okay if we talk, mm. start talking about, well, maybe perhaps your role on the board in the RFA and maybe more broadly... Okay. How yeah. things are going uh, in ladies' fives, women's fives, uh, which seems to be going from strength to strength, um, and you seem to be winning everything, but also <laughs> playing a very playing a very instrumental role in encouraging people to to play competitively, play casually, um, to take up the game. So, yeah. how, I mean, maybe just we can start by sort of saying, well. How have you seen women's fives developing over the last five years or so since you left school? Um, yeah, so I guess, um, well, as you said, it has just improved and taken off so much, especially in the last, well, last few years, really. Um, I mean, when I first started uni, I was the only girl in West Wing Club. And I mean, for years before, I've been you know, the only girl playing in a lot of um, sort of clubs or wherever I've been playing. You know, there's, there's very few of us. Um, so it's it's really good now to see so many more people, um, yeah, joining in tournaments. And I think, um, I mean, I 
yeah I've just been trying as much to just rally enthusiasm really just keeping people sticking with it sort of um through sort of the under 23s uh, that's been quite a good way to try and um especially so as younger school girls can still enter that as well sort of encouraging them getting them to know who's in the universities as well sort of realizing that they can keep it up through um sort of beyond school as well um and also i think a big step in improving ladies fives is in sort of a re revamp of the nationals as well so I think, uh, so I started organising that two years ago, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, sort of time flies by so quickly. Um, and so, yeah, it was before always held in London as a sort of one day event, um, trying to do singles and doubles in one day, um, sort of trying to bring people down from Edinburgh, say, all the way to London for a day tournament to then go back up to Edinburgh. Um, I mean, it just wasn't really practical for anyone. And I think that was a big hindrance for some girls to play. So, so redesigning it, so it'll be a two day tournament held somewhere that's a bit more accessible for sort of Southerners and Northerners to get together in Manchester. Um, I think has been a big uh, turning point in how we sort of giving a bit, uh, giving Ladies Fives a bit more kind of prestige and sort of thinking, you know, we're having a big tournament, it's a two day event, mm-hmm. um, which hasn't happened before. I think that's been really helpful. Um, and it's just made people, um, have more of a sense of community as well if these quick day tournaments people don't really you know they stick in their bubbles they don't chat to each other mm. but you know having a two-day event where everyone mingles a lot more I think has been um, really important in getting kind of girls to get to know each other then they want to go to tournaments because they'll see each other again and I think that's that's um, been really helpful. And, and uh, one of the key things is to try and encourage girls to be playing at school so that then when they leave school and go to university they're kind of keen to continue do you, do you remember how why you got into fives and why you continue playing it at school and then through into university um yeah i mean i think i mean i can't remember exactly why i got into fives at, at ch well yes yeah, so i i learned at christ hospital um and they've got some some great courts down there so i really enjoyed playing uh, i think i think I just got to try it out one day, maybe it was compulsory, <laughs> um, just sort of picked it up and really enjoyed it actually. Um, at the time my brothers were at school and they played as well, so I guess I had a bit of maybe sibling rivalry and sort of they, they played so I wanted to do that as well. Um, and also I was just, you know, was picked it up quite well and was, <laughs> and was winning games, so I was like, oh, I'll keep at this. Um, but it, I don't think it was my main focus through school at all. Um, it was only mainly through like when I came to Bristol and sort of had the sort of encouragement here as well that I really kind of got going and got got better. Yeah, I think it's, it's sort of been it's really been a mix, really. Yeah, and 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 it's been good as well for in the universities championships having now a mixed uh, championships effectively. And th- I, this year we had I think I can't remember exactly maybe seven or eight girls playing in the in the championship as well i think um yeah that was i think that was a really good thing um because what a few years ago we weren't well i guess girls weren't i don't know if they weren't allowed but they weren't we just didn't yeah i mean maybe they weren't allowed it was it seems a bit backwards but at least yeah there's now encouraged that girls enter the students universities tournament which is which is um much better than um what was previously advertised yeah. I think also because obviously you're organising the universities now. I think that and the under 25s have always obviously been a five tournament, but tried their best to encourage people to continue to play and to be that bridge between school and open fives. 
and you, you can't do that if you're not encouraging everyone to play and just focusing on really just you know mm. the community aspect and everyone enjoying a, a drink and a meal on the Saturday night um, mm. so that's sort of the most important part and, and I think I think also getting people to listen yeah. to Five's podcasts and all that kind of <laughs> yeah exactly obviously we plug that too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I guess the other the other really nice thing about it is it doesn't something like the universities um, doesn't separate men and ladies fives. It's a chance that everyone kind of gets together and you know for us all to sort of mix together, play some mi- um, well either have separate ladies or you know do some mixed as well. Mm. And actually, I think that's really important in um, encouraging everyone to come to tournaments because there's just that bit more sort of diverse and interesting, and you know everyone everyone's around to meet each other so it's good definitely and and somewhere like cambridge university and astro and ahudra at cambridge has done a really good job to to get people a, a kind of getting a social club together of players who have never played cards before but who's who are happy to go to tournaments where they're playing against people who've been playing for a number of years but still have fun and want to improve and have a good time so i think it's a it's it's looking in a healthy place in that sense um, and one final question, Louise, for the, for for your for, for you about your membership on the board. Um, is there any kind of secret insights you might be able to give us as to to plans for fives? Is there any hope that a fives tournament might happen this year? I, I definitely can't tell you when there's going to be a fives tournament happening. I wish I could. It would be you know it'd be next week if so. But um, no, um, you know I think at the moment it's so hard to know what when we can get playing and I guess everything depends on when because obviously lots of courts are in schools and you know who who knows really when if they're going to allow other people into schools and and whatnot so I think I think not even the board can can make decisions about about that um but I think there's lots of exciting things going on that we're kind of thinking about in terms of the progression of the sport and making it much more sort of um, interesting and sort of accessible and making sure there's a strong focus on sort of the younger people playing and making sure actually if doing everything we can to uh, make sure everyone has a good time they can get to places they can they can play as as much as possible and they and they want to play so I think there's going to be a lot of yeah just a lot of sort of new ways of looking at things which um, I think will be um, will be really good but obviously we're just depending on getting back back going again, which who knows when will happen. Yeah. Well, keep keep the fives pod updated. We'd love to have the information first when you have it. <laughs> we do have yeah, one have, press release. We do have one member of the board in our team, but he's relatively untrustworthy. So <laughs> <laughs> might give you some fake news. <laughs> Uh, well, I had a couple of suggestions from other hosts of the Vice Pod that I was going to end on Mr. and Mrs. question, and uh, to kind of commemorate the fact we have our first Fives couple. I, 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 felt, I felt like it might it might be difficult to do that over Zoom, but Dave Butler did have one question for you both to answer separately, which is that what is the advantage? for you of, of dating a Fives player? If you could put your finger on a, a key advantage of dating a Fives player, what would it be? Do you want to go first? Having <laughs> someone to drive me to tournaments. Yeah. 
That's one of them. I think it's quite nice to, in the stretch, especially when you're still playing unis and under 25s, there are sort of two stretches from end of October to Christmas and then from mid-January to mid-March where you're spending a lot of weekends away and it's nice just to think, yeah, I can, I can just go because it's fives. Well, is that you, like, yeah. you don't have to? You don't have to square it with the other person saying, "Is it okay?" Yeah, exactly. It's like, oh, we've got this this weekend. It's a given. It's not it's like, fine. oh, you're away every weekend. <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah, exactly. That's what my problem is. <laughs> 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 oh dear. Um, make it, make sure it's we... written into the vows. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it might have to be. It might have to be. <laughs> Um, and why don't we end? Just slip it in. Slip it in on the <laughs> why don't we end as well? Just with one final kind of your fondest memory on the fives court. It might be your favourite win, or I mean, an obvious one would have been meeting each other, obviously, in the romantic sense. <laughs> the best yeah, sure. fives I've met, the love of my life. <laughs> but, um, uh, yeah, why don't we end with your favourite moment in, in a fives context? It could be a social moment, it could be a court moment. Do you want to, Louise, do you want to go first? Yeah, um, I guess, well, I guess an obvious one for me was um, winning the Ladies Nationals for the first time. I think that was a real moment when I sort of felt, because actually the, the year before I had lost in the, um, well, lost in the final, um, and I felt so close and I'd been working for it for the last couple of years. So I felt it was a proper sort of mark of the practice and the work that I'd put in for like, for like three or four years. Um, and to actually sort of finally get the goal that you've been working for for such a long time was, well, was just a really satisfying, um, really satisfying game to play. And it was really fun. So I think that was a, that was definitely a highlight of, um, of, sort of my time playing fives. Yeah, uh, Ollie, is, Ollie, is it you winning the national singles as well? Or? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think we've touched on the first part of it earlier, talking about the West of England winning the World Cup. Just um, having done that, then the whole club, when we were back in Bristol, the whole club just had like a big meal and evening together. And that just sort of, like, we didn't even, I don't think we even played fives beforehand. We just, all met up and had a good time. I think that just sort of summed up that um, it's the it's the sharing of that success, if there is success, but the sharing of just playing the same game, which is sort of the most valuable bit, because you just you know you just have a good time, and if you've got something which other people can you know take joy out of as well, then fantastic. Yeah, I, I was gutted to miss that. Yeah, I wish I'd been there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's two very, very yeah. nice memories on the fire score, and hopefully many more to come over the next few years. Um, well, I think all I need to do now is say thank you both. Thank you, Ollie. Thank you, Louise, for coming on the Fives Pod and giving us a bit of insight into the uh, into ladies' fives, into the future of the game. Um, and yeah, I hope you have a very nice holiday for the next couple of weeks. Uh, and tune in next time to the, the next edition of the Fives Pod. Bye, guys. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Fives Pod. 
As ever, do feel free to send in any thoughts, comments or feedback to us at the5spod at rugbyfives.com. Stay tuned for next week's episode.